Well, today we're going to uh, study the topic, our objectives as a church. Our objectives as a church. And we're going to read First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse number 1 through 5. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Verse 1 through 5. Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more just as you received from us how you ought to walk to please God. Note it. How you ought to walk to please God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Somebody say, Amen. Not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in the matter because the Lord is avenger of us. I think I've gone beyond what we are supposed to read, but it's all right. What God is trying to bring to our attention is that we ought to walk in a particular way to what? Please God. Somebody say amen. amen. He has called us into his body. And being part of his body, the body is what we call church. Call out. Body. Church. We have invisible and we have visible. The invisible church is a church worldwide. That is the one that Jesus is coming for. That is the one that will be without spots and what wrinkle. Why? Because Jesus will have from every local church those who are right in the in side and they will be packed. And those ones that the universal church, that is the church invisible, those ones will be people who have learned to walk to please Him. But in the local church, we continue to teach. So that you can walk right. Somebody say amen. So that you can please him. So that when he comes and he looks into this our visible church, he can select you to be part of the invisible church. Somebody say amen. Or he can select you to be part of the universal church. In the universal church, it's worldwide. And that is how we speak the language of heaven. And the language of heaven is called Somebody say Amen. That is why you have to start speaking the language of heaven here on earth. Why? Because you are learning to please God. Somebody say Amen. That means that when you are part of the church, there is a way that the church should do things. The spiritual entity cannot just do things in because it represents Christ here on earth. Yes. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. 
But because there are social elements, notice carefully, there are some social things that all human beings crave for. Because all human beings are social beings. Somebody say amen. But our social activities that every other human organization can do should not deprive us from knowing what we alone can do as an entity that represents God. Somebody say amen. That means that we can be a church and be good in social activities and not please God. Are you getting it? Shout hallelujah. So then we got to know what are the things that are paramount. What are the things that is only the church that can do? The things that only the church can do are the things that please God. Somebody say amen. amen. Because that is what cannot be found in any other social gatherings. And that is what magnetize people to come to God. That is what attracts, that is what God moves through to display his love for the world and bring people into his fold. Somebody say amen. amen. Hello? If we don't become good at those things, or if we don't become knowledgeable of those things and intentionally act on them, we will have a name to exist, but we'll be dead in the sight of God. Are you here? Somebody say amen. Amen. So we need to know our objectives as a church. That is why he says here evidently clear that you should know how you ought to walk to please God. Let this let this ring because that is a summary, the focus of all that I'm teaching today. That I must, within the church, we must know how to walk to please God. And then we have brought the distinction that all social gatherings can do some things, but there is something that the church can do that other social gatherings cannot do. And that makes us special. That makes us the body of Christ. That makes us the anointed people. That makes us the peculiar people. That makes us the royal priesthood. Shout hallelujah. Amen. And that is what the flesh, the well, and the devil are always ganging up to confuse us or to hinder us so that we will not live onto those objectives. Because if they succeed in getting us to shift and to get occupied with things that other social clubs can do, it means they have contained us. They have contained us. And it means that we are not walking to please God. Somebody say amen. Amen. Church, if we put these things 
in the right place as representatives of God, as the royal priesthood, as the holy nation, as the peculiar people, the chosen generation, I can guarantee you that many will come through us to taste of the goodness of God. Amen. That is the reason why when you got saved, Jesus did not take you to heaven straight away. Yeah. He has left you here so that now that he's not here, you will be the light of the world. Amen. Darkness is covering the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you. And many will come to the brightness of your light. They will come to the brightness of your light. How bright is your light shining? Somebody say amen. 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 That we may walk to please God. In fact, uh, it's, it's, it's a very big thing. Why? Because even when, when you get saved, we don't become mature overnight. So, uh, somehow, we cannot fully please him straight away. But if we have the desire to learn, to learn, the whole thing is about capacity for revelation, capacity for consumption of heaven's insight. When heaven drops something, you don't take it as the words of man. If you take it as the words of man, you can shift it aside and you can overlook. And when you overlook it, Somebody say amen. Transformation becomes impaired. That is why a lot of people go to church for years, but they don't change. They are more worldly than Christ-like. Amen. I can't pause this, but I'll say it and let it go. Just, just, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, say about three days ago, I was there and then, I mean, I saw, I saw a rose calling, calling, and I was busy in a, and I, 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 I couldn't pick up, and then she doesn't call her. So, what's going on? And then I sent a message up. What is it? And then she sent a message. Oh, somebody, I said something. So, a message that I've preached long time ago, I think last, last year, last year, during the pandemic. And then, just recently, somebody has gone on, after all the comments, and the person has also made comments, but if you look at the comments that a person is making, you can see that this person either knows me or he's, he has been a friend before I got saved. So obviously I told him, oh, just, I mean, copy it and send it to me. So when she copied it and sent as soon as I saw that, I started laughing because I mean, he's an old friend that we all used to go to club together. And now, <laughs> he has come on my page and he's saying some things, so funny. Some, some words that we used to use those days that just only the two of us understand. So I saw it and I was just laughing and I was like, just, and I said, oh, just ignore it. It's not everything that we see on Facebook. Even now, if some people should come up and when I preach it, I Once you put it in the public domain, people have the right to say whatever they also want to say. Somebody say amen. So I ignored it and I, and I left it. Why, why am I bringing this in? We need to learn how to do this. 
Someone say amen. And if you are working to please God, it doesn't matter what somebody says. You don't need to worry yourself about it. I've seen a lot of, these days, a lot of ministers, they are fighting with people so much because everything they hear, they want to defend themselves. If you know that you are working to please God, what is the point? Just ignore it. Even Jesus was called the prince of Beelzebub. But he said, my need is to do the Father's will and to finish it. He came to do the Father's will. So if you know that, I'm saying this in connection with we don't become perfect overnight. So if you are trying and even you slip, you don't need to worry. Get up and still try to move on. Please let me say this to say that. As I'm saying that, we ought to learn to walk to please God. And you fail just right after church. Come back to church. Don't let that drive you and let the devil. That is what the devil wants. You whisper and say things and then you feel condemned, you feel bad, and then before you realize, the devil is pushing you into more darkness. That is why a lot of people fall and they don't rise up again. Somebody say, Amen. We don't mature overnight. Yes, he wants us to walk to please him, but he knows that when we are saved, we grow into maturity. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So as I'm teaching... It's not a condemnatory message to condemn anybody, but it's to bring us to a place of transformation. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. There are times that when you come to church, the messages will be like, ah, has somebody said something? <laughs> when it happens like that, it means God is telling you, I love you. I care about you. Somebody say Amen. And I want you to grow. I want you to increase and grow from one place of glory to another. Somebody say amen. Amen. So there are things that we need to do in order to please. Oh, when we close, please, the guys, let's change the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Let's, let's, the first point that we are to do that will help us to please God is that we must depend on him. Amen. Say one. I must depend on God. Hello? God will use people to assist you and to help you. They are only a resource. They are not your source. Amen. Your source is God. Somebody say amen. amen. You take your eyes from your source and you put it on man, you'll be in trouble. Somebody say amen. amen. God will shake everything around you. And then he will cause only the things that cannot be shaken to remain. And that which cannot be shaken is the kingdom that he has given to us. That is the kingdom of Christ. That is the church. That is his word. Everything is shakeable. Human beings are being shaken. Countries are being shaken. Somebody say amen. Amen. So don't put your trust in man. Put your trust in 
And that is the first way. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? Amen. I want to say it again. God will always use people. But they are only what? A resource. That's very good. Coffee, you are listening. Somebody say, Amen. <laughs> they are only a resource. They are not your source. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Your source is who? God. That is why when you get up, you go early morning, speak to your source. Let me tell you, prayer should not be a chore. Prayer is communication with a loving father. Daddy, I'm up. Daddy, I'll be going out. Daddy, watch over me. Daddy, guide me. This is it. This is prayer. Why is it that people are making prayer? When prayer becomes a chore, then you are doing it in the flesh. When it becomes difficult to pray, then it means it's in the flesh. Because it's a communication with a loving father who has all that you need, who knows all that is about to happen in your life. Somebody say amen. amen. Who has been there, done that, and is waiting for you to guide you on the way? Who is your compass direction? Who's your strength? Who is your all in all? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Somebody say amen. amen. Hello? Let it be. Let this be. So that when things around you, at times we call it props. You see, God uses props to keep us. And if you're not careful when the props begins to fall apart because he knows that now your, 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 your limbs are strong enough to take a step. Somebody say amen. And then you begin to still look around and you are so scared and you think that your world is caving in. No. He opposed the world by the word of his power. Everything that stands, moves and grows, revolves around the strength of God. Put your trust in God. Get to know him beyond the ordinary. Engage with him. Seek to know his voice. Even his whispers so that you can know that mm, something is blowing around me. This is not ordinary. He wants to say something to me. Even if you can't interpret it, at least you know that you know that this is the voice of your father. Or oh, somebody shout and say hallelujah. Glory to God. We must depend on him. Amen. Amen. When we depend on him and put our trust in him, we will never fail. Amen. Amen. Two, we must be different through him. Say, I must be different, I must be different. Through, Christ. through Christ. It's not in yourself. It's not in your strength. It's not in your human connections. It's not in your ability. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Through Christ who strengthens you. Somebody say amen. amen. That is why the Bible says that if somebody is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. You are a new creation. 
Somebody say, Amen. Amen. You are a royal priesthood. You are a chosen generation. You are a peculiar person. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? And these are positional things. Say they are positional things. When we talk about positional things, that means that as soon as you accept Christ, it happens straight away. Amen. Anything that he will add is an added bonus. But positionally, you are a new creation. Unless you see yourself like that, you accept it like that, the new things that he wants to do because you got to start from a new state so that he can build you up. But if you see yourself like the old person the, with the old sicknesses, the old diseases, at times you are seeing yourself that you're a new person and you still feel the pain of yesterday, but still don't accept it because you are relying on the word of God. Your reality is the word of God. Your reality is the truth of God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Can I say this? Not all facts are true. The fact is, yes, there is a pain there, but the truth is that you were healed. So it's either you take the truth of Christ and reject the fact, or you hold on to the fact and reject the truth of God. The truth of God is taking you into a transformed state, a totally new creation, a new creation. You are born after the nature of God, not through the will of man. Thank God for the people who came together to give birth to us. But after that, and we encounter God, we are a new creation. Not according to the will of man. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? So you got to be different. Through him, you can write 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, or 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 17, if you are taking notes for that. We must be different through him. We must be different through him. Some, some, some of the scriptures we can't, I mean, read everything. I would have loved to read everything, but it will, it will, it will hold us a bit back. But um, let me see. Maybe I can read this one. Church, unless we see ourselves the way God sees us, so many things that he wants to do in your life will not be seen, will not happen. You got to agree with God. You got to agree with his decrees over you. Irrespective of how you feel because not all facts are true. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's go to uh, 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. You are born again, not through a corruptible seed. I love that so much. Hmm. 1 verse 18 and 19. He says, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct. Somebody say amen. Amen. Received by tradition from your fathers, but with precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. This is what he has redeemed you with. He has bought you back from your old nature. 
He has paid the price. So you got to be transformed through him. So he's making it clear here that do you know what? I went to the extent of using the precious blood of my son Jesus Christ to buy you back into this new nature. So allow him to mold you. You don't become perfect overnight, but he's shaping you. He's molding you. Somebody say amen. amen. That is why those who don't want to learn new things are always stuck. Revelation is always line upon line, precept upon precept. Of all the years that I've been in the Lord, I still listen to some men of God that I pause and repeat and repeat and repeat because at times the revelation will be deep that I had to listen to it over and over and over and over again for it to sink. And when it sinks, I approach what I knew in the past and I program myself with the new. And that's where good comes from. If you say, oh, I know, that is how we've been doing it. I say, hey, really? Okay. <laughs> Even look, how is it? Even even little little phones that we use. Hey, I just did an upgrade, and when I did an upgrade, I mean uh, they sent the new phone, and then I mean in the course of I thought it was going to be through the cloud and that kind of thing, and then I mean this black thing came on my old phone, and they said just put the new phone and just put it over it just like that. Ew. Bingo, everything was just <laughs> And I'm like, wow, technology. Listen, listen, listen. Those who create things are doing what they do with a gift from God. What about you? Who are integral part of the family of God. And God says that, oh, allow me to mold you. A time will come to allow him to mold you and mold you. You will be invisible to the relationship in your family. I want, this, I want this to change that. Do you know that, I mean, Africa, why is it that we talk more about the devil but about Jesus? Christianity is about what Jesus came to do. It's not what the devil can do. All most preachers and the enemy and the enemy not more about knowing Christ, how to please Christ, how to grow in Christ, how to walk like Christ. Because it is in this that you can defeat the devil. He has defeated the devil, but you need to know how he walks so that you can maintain him under your feet. Because Jesus said, I give you power to trample up. This is the truth of Christ. I give you, before he went, I give you power to trample up on serpents and scorpions and all, listen, all the power of the devil. All, not some, all. So why is our churches so much Hello? Hello? I'm telling you, the way it is, and the devil can let things happen. The devil can let you go to some time and there'll be some, I mean, yes, I'm a religious minister, I see all the manifestations and everything. But you see, after all that, I point you to Christ. I point you to Christ. You are better through Christ. Somebody say, oh. Hello? You are set free through Christ. 
Were you, were you able to join all, all the, all the uh, uh, I mean, when I was in Ghana, the live, the live stream? If not, then go back to my, I mean, it was explosive. God was moving powerfully. I mean, amazingly, just like that. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello. One of my sons, he came and said, Papa, I've been with you almost 40 years back. This one is this. I said, oh, so so he said, this manifestation. Before I went to I went to South London. And and my son, he, he, he said it publicly. He said, I've been with my father for 30 something years. But what has happened here today? I've never seen. And I'm like, the of God is here to come. You haven't seen anything yet. Someone said, I'm a wife. He's transforming us into new dimensions. The same thing with you. You might not be a but whatever he wants to do through you, he wants you to walk in a supernatural dimension. Any of them shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, come on, shout yes. Yes. Don't be timid and let the devil always push you into a tight corner and let you feel that I mean you are consumed. It's not going to because you had some negative news, you had some bad news. No, that is not your reality. Your reality is the truth of God. You are transformed by the blood of Jesus. Your beloved shall be yes. Look at it carefully. He says it, that it is not by anything physical, but by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. Three, we must be dedicated to him. We must be what? Say it with vim. We must let the devil hear your voice. Dedicated to him. Say, I must be dedicated to Christ. Somebody say, Amen. Hello? You see, he makes it clear that to, to the church in Laodicea, to the church in Laodicea, you know what he said? He said, You are neither hot nor cold. That is average. Look warm. If you are. Neither hot nor cold, he says, mm, I can't keep you in my system. I'll have to what? Secure you out. I'll vomit you out. Mood. Somebody say, Amen. <laughs> I'll spew you out. He won't. But no, he doesn't want you. He wants to contain you. He wants to keep you. Somebody say amen. amen. Hello? Amen. So you must be what? Dedicated. Dedicated to him. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me tell you, without total dedication to God, you will never know the perfect way of God. Without thought, you will always be confused. Am I to go to left? Am I to go to am I to go to I'm confused. <laughs> Hello? You're confused. Because you are not totally dedicated. B. Go in. Be all out. Somebody say amen. Hello? Be all out. Let those who knew in the past turn them. Jesus says it. He says, what? Well, if you deny me before man, 
on earth. You will not be friends with me because I'm a preacher. intercession, they'll come and join us. When we are going out to share if the women will go, they'll go, we'll also go, we'll come and meet, and then we'll throw over the names. We are not doing it for any church. We are doing it as dedicated Christians. Amen. Hello. Now we are going to do it as new waves, and we are going to do it as dedicated Christians. Somebody say Amen. amen. So that when they come, we'll have a base. Please be dedicated to him all throughout. Seek to know everything about him so that you also know his will for your life so that you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. The contrary winds that are blowing. That if you are not careful, it will blow you and get you totally confused and get you into things that in the years to come, you look back and I always say this, not I'm, 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 I'm saying anything negative. Those who became half-hearted and later, well, initially it appeared that we were the Krefe Krefe people, and we are all better than them. We are all family. Amen. Hello? Amen. Far, 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 far. So be dedicated to him. It will let your destiny shine into glory. Are you here? Come on, let me hear your voice. Shout yes. Yes. Four. 
We must be directed by him. We must be what? Directed by him. So many voices. So many things happening will try to direct you. No, no. Let it be the voice of God. God wants to guide you. He wants to show you where you should go. He wants to show you where you should go. Allow me to follow your steps. Amen. Let him hold your hands and navigate your course through this journey of life. Life can be confusing and frustrating. But then if you have a navigator who knows all things, your life, you will go to the right places. Somebody say amen. Amen. You will go to the right people and you will go into the right purpose. Say amen. And as time goes on, you look back and say, Thank you, Jesus, that you have put me at the right place. Amen. He knows your end from now. Let him take you. Amen. Let him direct you. We all know that. Proverbs 3. Verse 5 and 6. The previous one you can write Romans 12. Be dedicated to him. Romans 12 verse 1 and 2. And then we must be directed by him. Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6. Remember, when you are guided by him, you go to the right places. Somebody say amen. amen. You go to the right people. Let me tell you, this people thing, let me emphasize, let me emphasize it. Some people are wicked. Not only being wicked, some people are evil. Yeah. And some people, when they associate with you, your life will mess up. When they get to you. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Have you seen some people who want to sit on other people? They don't want anybody to progress. No. And if it's physical, you can easily see through it. Somebody say amen. Come put a rope around your neck and you'll be giving you a little. Hello. Note it. But then if you are directed by God, He will let you know. Amen. And also, it will lead you into the right purpose. He says it. That a person who lives without knowing their purpose, even a stillborn child is of importance. God's word is awesome. It's powerful. Just at a times when we are reading, we, we go through so fast. So I thought, never miss your purpose. Amen. But then it will take 
the Holy Spirit to guide you into your purpose. He wants to guide you. Amen. Hello? Life is dangerous. I used to have an office in Leighton. Land in the business center. This woman booked an appointment. She was going to check from a different church. She came and she told me about what is happening in the life of the family. And then, I mean, I said, okay, I need to see this person, see this person. So, make my way. But then, one of the people that she was supposed to bring couldn't wait. So this person, she booked a appointment ahead. And so I didn't know that it's connected to that woman. So she came in, and then as soon as she sat down, the Holy Spirit told me that there's a problem with her marriage, and it's the mother that is doing it. And at the time that I don't go, so I styled it in a way, and I said, Do you know that I mean, Jesus said that a man who spoke and goes of his family and that kind of thing in his household? So, I mean, what is going on? That's, I mean, a man comes, and when they are about to get to the time of, I mean, two people, when they are about to get close to engagement, and the men will vanish. Wow, they got it. We were waiting. He didn't show up. So I said that. Hey, she said, "How you wondering?" This is not that boy born in the I'm wondering. I got something. I just said, "I need her." I said, "I told you what I was telling you." So, uh, and then he said, "So she said, I'm my mother." Lo and she brought the mother, and so the woman who came. So you know what? I devised a means. We, we, we did everything. I said, the daughter is an adult, so I'm dealing with as an adult. So you can come. Yeah. And that's what I do. If you come with an adult, I know that. If you go and tell them, it's up to you. So uh, later on, she came and I said, I mean, to, I'm going to go to the village and to our past. We're going to tell them that the age and everything that is in this was kept as a secret until about a week to the time.
in the church. He had how to be in your church. And then you all started coming. And it was so glorious. And then now, because it has happened, now, the lady was getting deep. To the Holy Spirit made her to understand it, and now she started. And she said, Patient later on, giving a testimony. If I had not kept some things away, our lives would have been. So, people, and I'm saying this with emphasis, people, please be very careful, be directed by the Holy Spirit. This is the objective of the church. Jesus said, Tarry ye until. The Holy Spirit comes upon you, and when He is come, He will guide you into all truth. It's the Holy Spirit that steers the affairs of our lives in the right direction. In fulfilling what God wants to happen in your life. Amen. Amen. If we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, your life will never be a casualty. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? Five, we must receive discipline from him. We must what? Amen. This is the objective. One of the objectives of the church is that we should receive what? Discipline. He says it. He says, if I don't discipline you, then I am not treating you as my own. Someone say, Amen. So, perhaps some people, as soon as they are told off, they get offended. No! In God? No! Just tell me it's not right. She doesn't want to Thank you. Okay, I'll check it. I'll never do it again. Simple! Somebody say, Amen. There's some people, they won't say anything, but Do the same thing. Do the same thing. I'm like, hey, hello. Do you know why you are being told not to do this thing in this way? Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Let's receive discipline. And I like what Job says in Job 23, verse 10 to 12. He says, But he knows the way that I take. No, listen, sorry. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Treasure the words of God's mouth more than your food. When he Discipline means he's testing you. He's trying you. He said, when I'm disciplined, I'll come out as gold. So anytime that God disciplines us, he's bringing the hidden nuggets in us out. Never get offended in God. When God directs or reprimands, somebody say amen. Because he's bringing the best in you out. Finally, we must be dynamic for him. Amen. We must be what? Dynamic. Be dynamic. Talk about him. Display his goodness. Any opportunity that you get, 
cares about me. He wants to do the same for you. Be dynamic. Don't keep your mouth shut. Amen. That's why this year we are going to be dynamic for him. In prayer, in worship, in the study of the word, in evangelism, we are going to be dynamic for him. In giving, we are going to be dynamic. I said, when I said, please shake off poverty, poverty, that you go to church, you don't support the church. You go to church anytime you mention money, three weeks you don't come to church. <laughs> 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 well, today we're going to uh, study the topic our objectives as a church. Our objectives as a church. And we're going to read First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse number 1 through 5. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1 through 5. Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more just as you received from us how you ought to walk to please God. Note it. How you ought to walk to please God. Somebody say amen. amen. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Somebody say amen. amen. Not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in the matter because the Lord is avenger of us all. I think I've gone beyond what we are supposed to read, but it's all right. Amen. What God is trying to bring to our attention is that we ought to walk in a particular way to what? Please God. Somebody say, Amen. He has called us into his body. And being part of his body, the body is what we call church. Call out body, church. We have invisible and we have visible. The invisible church is the church worldwide. That is the one that Jesus is coming for. That is the one that will be without spots and what? Wrinkling. Why? Because Jesus will come pick from every local church those who are right in the in the side and they'll be hacked. And those ones that the universal church, that is the church invisible. Those ones will be people who have learned to walk to please him. But in the local church, we continue to teach so that you can walk right. Somebody say amen. So that you can please him. So that when he comes and he looks into this our visible church, he can select you to be part of the invisible church. Someone say amen. Or he can select you to be part of the universal church. In the universal church, it's worldwide. And that is why we speak the language 
close and the end will have closed. Somebody say amen. amen. That is why you have to start speaking the language of heaven here on earth. Why? Because you are learning to please God. Somebody say amen. amen. That means that when you are part of the church, there is a way that the church should do things. The spiritual entity cannot just do things in because it represents Christ here on earth. Someone say amen. amen. But because there are social elements, not too carefully, there are some social things that all human beings create for. Because all human beings are social beings. Somebody say amen. But our social activities that every other human organization can do should not deprive us from knowing what we alone can do as an entity that represents God. Somebody say amen. That means that we can be a church and be good in social activities and not please God. Are you getting it? Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then we got to know what are the things that are paramount. What are the things that is only the church that can do? The things that only the church can do are the things that please God. Somebody say amen. Amen. Because that is what cannot be found in any other social gatherings. And that is what magnetize people to come to God. That is what attracts, that is what God moves through to display his love for the world and bring people into his fold. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hello? If we don't become good at those things, or if we don't become knowledgeable of those things and intentionally act on them, we will have a name to exist, but we'll be dead in the sight of God. Are you here? Somebody say amen. amen. So we need to know our objectives as a church. That is why he says here evidently clear that you should know how you ought to walk to please God. Let this, let this ring because... That is a summary, the focus of all that I'm teaching today. That I must, within the church, we must know how to walk to please God. And then we have brought the distinction that all social gatherings can do some things, but there is something that the church can do that other social gatherings cannot do. And that makes us special. That makes us the body of Christ. That makes us the anointed people. That makes us the peculiar people. That makes us the royal priesthood. Shout hallelujah. Amen. And that is what the flesh, the well, and the devil are always ganging up to confuse us or to hinder us so that we will not live unto those objectives. 
Because if they succeed in getting us to shift and to get occupied with things that other social clubs can do, it means they have contained us. They have contained us. And it means that we are not walking to please God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Church, if we put these things in the right place as representatives of God, as the royal priesthood, as the holy nation, as the peculiar people, the chosen generation, I can guarantee you that many will come through us to taste of the goodness of God. Amen. That is the reason why when you got saved, Jesus did not take you to heaven straight away. Yeah. He has left you here so that now that he's not here, you will be the light of the world. Darkness is covering the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you and many will come to the brightness of your light. They will come to the brightness of your light. How bright is your light shining? Somebody say amen. amen. That we may walk to please God. In fact, uh, it's, it's, it's a very big thing. Why? Because... Even when, when you get saved, we don't become mature overnight. So somehow we cannot fully please him straight away. But if we have the desire to learn, to learn, the whole thing is about capacity for revelation, capacity for consumption of heaven's insight. When heaven drops something, you don't take it as the words of man. If you take it as the words of man, you can shift it aside and you can overlook. And when you overlook it, somebody say amen, transformation becomes impaired. That is why a lot of people go to church for years, but they don't change. They are more worldly than Christ-like. Amen. I can't pause this, but I'll say it and let it go. Just, just, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, say about three days ago, I was there and then, I mean, I saw, I saw a rose calling, calling, and I was busy in a, and I, 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 I couldn't pick up, and then she doesn't call out. So, what's going on? And then I sent a message out. What is that? And then she sent a message, oh, somebody, I said something. So, a message that I've preached long time ago, I think last, last year. During the pandemic. And then just recently, somebody has gone on after all the comments, and the person has also made comments. But if you look at the comments that the person is making, you can see that this person either knows me or he's, he has been a friend before I got saved. So obviously, I told him, oh, just, I mean, copy it and send it to me. So when she copied it and said, as soon as I saw it, I started laughing. Because, I mean, he's an old friend that we all used to go to club together. And now, <laughs> he has come on my page and he's saying some things so funny. 
some, some words that we used to use those days that just only the two of us understand. So I saw it and I was just laughing at it. Just, and I said, oh, just ignore it. It's not everything that we see on Facebook. Even now, if some people should come up and when I preach it, I don't know you don't. Once you put it in the public domain, people have the right to say whatever they also want to say. Somebody say amen. So I ignored it and I, and I left it. Why, why am I bringing this in? We need to learn how to and if you are working to please God, it doesn't matter what somebody says. You don't need to worry yourself about it. I've seen a lot of, these days, a lot of ministers, they are fighting with people so much because everything they hear, they want to defend themselves. If you know that you are working to please God, what is the point? Just ignore it. Even Jesus was called the prince of Beelzebub. But he said, my need is to do the Father's will and to finish it. He came to do the Father's will. So if you know that, I'm saying this in connection with, we don't become perfect overnight. So if you are trying and even you slip, you don't need to worry. Get up and still try to move on. Please let me say this to say that. As I'm saying that, we ought to learn to walk to please God. And you fail just right after church. Come back to church. Don't let that drive you and let the devil. That is what the devil wants. He will whisper and say things, and then you feel condemned, you feel bad, and then before you realize, the devil is pushing you into more darkness. That is why a lot of people fall and they don't rise up again. Somebody say, Amen. We don't mature overnight. Yes, he wants us to walk to please him. But he knows that when we are saved, we grow into maturity. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So, as I'm teaching, it's not a condemnatory message to condemn anybody, but it's to bring us to a place of transformation. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. There are times that when you come to church, the messages will be like, Ah, has somebody said something? When it happens like that, it means God is telling you, I love you. I care about you. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. And I want you to grow. I want you to increase and grow from one place of glory to another. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So there are things that we need to do in order to please God. When we close, please, the guys, let's change the time. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Let's, let's, the first point that we are to do that will help us to please God is that we must depend on him. Say one. I must depend on God. people to assist you and to help you they are only a resource they are not your source your source is God somebody say amen Amen. you take your eyes from your source and you put it on man you'll be in trouble somebody say amen. amen 
God will shake everything around you. And then he will cause only the things that cannot be shaken to remain. And that which cannot be shaken is the kingdom that he has given to us. That is the kingdom of Christ. That is the church. That is his word. Everything shakeable. Human beings are being shaken. Countries are being shaken. Somebody say amen. amen. So don't put your trust in man. Put your trust in And that is the first way. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? I want to say it again. God will always use people. But they are only what? A resource. That's very good. Coffee, you are listening. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. They are only a resource. They are not your source. Somebody say amen. Amen. Your source is who? God. That is why when you get up, you go early morning, speak to your source. Let me tell you, prayer should not be a chore. Prayer is communication with a loving father. Daddy, I'm up. Daddy, I'll be going out. Daddy, watch over me. Daddy, guide me. This is it. This is prayer. Why is it that people are making prayer? When prayer becomes a chore, then you are doing it in the flesh. When it becomes difficult to pray, then it means it's in the flesh. Because it's a communication with a loving father who has all that you need, who knows all that is about to happen in your life. Somebody say amen. Who has been there, done that, and is waiting for you to guide you on the way? Who is your compass direction? Who is your strength? Who is your all in all? Without faith. It's impossible to please God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? Let it be. Let this be. So that when things around you, at times we call it props, you see, God uses props to keep us. And if you are not careful, when the props begins to fall apart because he knows that now your, 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 your limbs are strong enough to take a step. Somebody say amen. And then you begin to still look around and you are so scared and you think that your world is caving in. No. He opposed the world by the word of his power. That stands, moves and grows, revolves around the strength of God. Put your trust in God. Get to know him beyond the ordinary. Engage with him. Seek to know his voice. Even his whispers so that you can know that "Mm, something is blowing around me. This is not ordinary. He wants to say something to me. Even if you can't interpret it, at least you know that you know that this is the voice of your father. Oh, somebody shout and say hallelujah. Glory to God. We must depend on him. Amen. When we depend on him and put our trust in him, we will never fail. Amen. Two. We must be different.
different through him. Say, I must be different. Through Christ. It's not in yourself. It's not in your strength. It's not in your human connections. It's not in your ability. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Through Christ who strengthens you. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. That is why the Bible says that if somebody is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. You are a new creation. Somebody say, Amen. You are a royal priesthood, you are a chosen generation, you are a peculiar person. Somebody say amen. amen. Hello? And these are positional things. Say they are positional things. When we talk about positional things, that means that as soon as you accept Christ, it happens straight away. Amen. Anything that he will add is an added bonus. But positionally, you are a new creation. Unless you see yourself like that, you accept it like that, the new things that he wants to do Because you got to start from a new state so that he can build you up. But if you see yourself like the old person, with the old sicknesses, the old diseases, at times you are seeing yourself that you're a new person and you still feel the pain of yesterday, but still don't accept it because you are relying on the word of God. Your reality is the word of God. Your reality is the truth of God. Somebody say amen. amen. Can I say this? Not all facts are true. The fact is, yes, there is a pain there, but the truth is that you were healed. So it's either you take the truth of Christ and reject the fact, or you hold on to the fact and reject the truth of God. The truth of God is taking you into a transformed state. A totally new creation. A new creation. You are born after the nature of God. Not through the will of man. Thank God for the people who came together to give birth to us. But after that and we encounter God, we are a new creation. Not according to the will of man. Oh, somebody say amen. amen. Hello. Amen. So you got to be different. Through him. You can write 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Or 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18 and 17. If you are taking notes for that. We must be different through him. We must be different through him. Some, some, some of the scriptures we can't. I mean read everything. I would have loved to read everything. But it will, it will, it will hold us a bit back. But um, let me see. Maybe I can read this one. Church, unless we see ourselves the way God sees us, so many things that he wants to do in your life will not be seen, will not happen. You got to agree with God. You got to agree with his decrees over you. Irrespective of how you feel because not all facts are true. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's go to First uh, Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1. You are born again. Not through a corruptible seed. I love that so much. Hmm. 1 verse 18 and 19. He says, 
knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct. Somebody say amen. Amen. Received by tradition from your fathers, but with precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. This is what he has redeemed you with. He has brought you back from your old nature. He has paid a price. So you got to be transformed through him. So he's making it clear here that you know what? I went to the extent of using the precious blood of my son Jesus Christ to buy you back into this new nature. So allow him to mold you. You don't become perfect overnight, but he's shaping you. He's molding you. Somebody say amen. Amen. That is why those who don't want to learn new things are always stuck. Revelation is always line upon line, precept upon precept. Of all the years that I've been in the Lord, I still listen to some men of God that I pause and repeat and repeat and repeat because at times the revelation will be deep that I had to listen to it over and over and over and over again for it to sink and when it sinks I approach what I knew in the past and I program myself with the new and that's where growth comes from if you say oh I know that is how we've been doing it I say hey really okay <laughs> Amen. Look, even look. How is it? Even even little little phones that we use. Hey, I just did an upgrade, and when I did an upgrade, I mean uh, they sent the new phone, and then I mean in the course of I thought it was going to be through the cloud and that kind of thing. And then, I mean, this black thing came on my old phone and they said, just put the new phone and just put it over it just like that. Oh, bingo. Everything was just... <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Technology. Listen, listen, listen. Those who create things are doing what they do with a gift from God. What about you? Who are integral part of the family of God. And God says that, oh, allow me to mold you. A time will come to allow him to mold you and mold you. You will be invisible to the riches in your family. Amen. I, want us, I want us to change that. Do you know that, I mean, Africa. Why is it that we talk more about the devil but about Jesus? Christianity is about what Jesus came to do. It's not what the devil can do. All most preachers and the enemy and the enemy not more about knowing Christ, how to please Christ, how to grow in Christ, how to walk like Christ. Because it is in this that you can defeat the devil. He has defeated the devil, but you need to know how he walks so that you can maintain him under your feet. Because Jesus said, I give you power to trample up. This is the truth of Christ. I give you before he went, I give you power. To trample upon serpents and scorpions and all, listen, all the power of the devil, all, not so, all. So, why is our churches so much? 
Hello? Hello? I'm telling you, the way it is, and the devil can let things happen. The devil can let you go to some time and there will be some, I mean, yes, I'm a vigorous minister, I see all the manifestations and everything. But you see, after all that, I point you to Christ. I point you to Christ. You are liberated through Christ. Somebody say, oh. Hello? You are set free through Christ. Were you, were you able to join all, all the, all the, uh, uh, I mean, when I was in Ghana, the live, the live stream? If not, then go back to my, I mean, it was explosive. God was moving powerfully. I mean, amazingly, just like that. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? Amen. One of my sons, he came and said, Papa, I've been with you almost 40 years back. This manifestation. Like, oh, so that, oh, so that. He said, this manifestation. Before I went to I went to South London. And and my son, he, he, he said it publicly. He said, I've been with my father for 30 something years. But what has happened here today? I've never seen. And I'm like, the best of God is here to come. You haven't seen anything yet. So I'm gonna say, I'm a wow. He's transforming us into new dimensions. The same thing with you. You might not be a deliverance minister, but whatever he wants to do through you, he wants you to walk in a supernatural dimension. Any of them shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Say, yeah. come on, shout yes. Yes. Don't be timid and let the devil always push you into a tight corner and let you feel that. I mean, you are consumed. It's not going to, because you had some negative news, you had some bad news. No, that is not your reality. Your reality is the truth of God. You are transformed by the blood of Jesus. You have a shout, yes. yes. Look at it carefully. He says it, that it is not by anything physical, but by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. Three, we must be dedicated to him. We must be what? Say it with vim. We must. Let the devil hear your voice. Say I. Must be dedicated. To Christ. Somebody say amen. Hello. You see. He makes it clear. That to, to the church in Laodicea. To the church in Laodicea. You know what he said. He said you are neither hot. Not cold. That is average. Lukewarm. If you are neither hot nor cold, he says, mm, I can't keep you in my system. I'll have to what? Secure you out. I'll vomit you out. Mood. Somebody say, Amen. <laughs> I'll spew you out. He will. But no, he doesn't want you. He wants to contain you. He wants to keep you. Somebody say amen. amen. Hello? Amen. So you must be what? Dedicated. Dedicated to him. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me tell you, without total dedication to God, you will never know the perfect way of God. Amen. Without thought, you always be confused. Am I to go to left? Am I to go to? Am I to go to? You're confused. <laughs> Hello. 
You are confused. Because you are not totally dedicated. B. Go in. Be on out. Somebody say amen. Hello. Be on out. Let those who knew in the past turn back. Session, they'll come and join us. When we are going out to share, if the women will go, they'll go, we will also go, we'll all come and meet, and then we'll throw our names. We are not doing it for any text. We are doing it as dedicated Christians. Amen. Hello. Now we are going to do it as new waves, and we are going to do it as dedicated Christians. Somebody say Amen. amen. Please be dedicated to him all throughout. Seek to know everything about him so that you also know his will for your life so that you will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. The contrary winds that are blowing. That if you are not careful, it will blow you and get you totally confused and get you into things that in the years to come, you look back and I always say this, not I'm, 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 I'm saying anything negative. Those who became half-hearted and later, well, initially it appeared that 
we were the crefe crefe people, that we are all better than them. We are all following. Hello? Far, 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 far. So be dedicated to him. It will let your destiny shine into glory. Are you here? Come on, let me hear your voice. Shout yes. Yes. Four. We must be directed by him. We must be what? Directed by him. So many voices. So many things happening will try to direct you. No, no. Let it be the voice of God. God wants to guide you. He wants to show you where you should go. He wants to show you where you should go. Allow me to order your steps. Amen. Let him hold your hands and navigate your course through this journey of life. Life can be confusing and frustrating. But then if you have a navigator, who knows all things? Your life. You will go to the right places. Somebody say amen. amen. You will go to the right people. Amen. And you will go into the right purpose. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. And as time goes on, you look back and say, thank you, Jesus. That you have put me at the right place. Amen. He knows your end from now. Let him take you. Amen. Let him direct you. We all know that. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. The previous one you can write Romans 12. Be dedicated to him. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. And then we must be directed by him. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Remember, when you are guided by him, you go to the right places. Somebody say amen. amen. You go to the right people. Let me tell you, this people thing, let, let, me emphasize, let me emphasize it. Some people are wicked. Not only being wicked, some people are evil. Yeah. Some people, when they associate with you, your life will mess up when they get to you. Somebody say amen. Amen. Have you seen some people? Who wants to sit on other people? They don't want anybody to progress. No. And if it's physical, you can easily see through it. My mind is like Somebody say, Amen. Come put a rope around your neck. And you'll be giving you a little. Hello? <laughs> Not it. But then if you are directed by God, he will let you know. Amen. And also, he will lead you into the right purpose. He says it. That a person who lives without knowing their purpose even a stillborn child is of importance. Hey, 
in Leighton. So you know what? I devised a means. We, we, we did everything. I said, the daughter is an adult, so I'm dealing with that as an adult. So you can come. Yeah. And that's what I do. If you come with an adult, I know that. If you go and tell them, it's up to you. So uh, later on, she came and I said, I mean, you do it. I'm going to go through that. Bring the gentleman back. I'm going to tell you that the gate and everything that this and this was kept as a 
made her to understand it. And now she started. And she said, Bishop later on gave me a testimony. If I had not kept some things away, our lives would have been. So people, and I'm saying this with emphasis, people, please be very careful. Be directed by the Holy Spirit. This is the objective of the church. Jesus said, tarry ye until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And when he is come, he will guide you into all truth. It's the Holy Spirit that steers affairs of our lives in the right direction. In fulfilling what God wants to happen in your life. Amen. If we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, your life will never be a casualty. Somebody say amen. Hello? Five, we must receive discipline from him. We must what? Amen. This is the objective. One of the objectives of the church is that we should receive what? Somebody say amen. amen. Let's receive discipline. And I like what Job says. In Job 23, verse 10 to 12. He says, but he knows the way that I take. Knows. Listen, sorry. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turn aside. I have not departed from the commandments of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Treasure the words of God's mouth more than your food. When he discipline means he's testing you, he's trying you. He said, when I'm disciplined, I'll come out as gold. So anytime that God disciplines us, he's bringing the hidden nuggets in us out. Never the 
offended in God. When God directs or reprimands, somebody say amen. Because he's bringing the best in you out. Finally, we must be dynamic for him. We must be what? Dynamic. Be dynamic. Talk about him. Display his goodness. Any opportunity that you get, let people know that I have a God who cares about me. He wants to do the same for you. Be dynamic. Don't keep your mouth shut. Amen? That's why this year we are going to be dynamic for him. In prayer, in worship, in the study of the word, in evangelism, we are going to be dynamic for him. In giving, we are going to be dynamic. I said, when I said, I said, please shake off poverty, poverty, that you go to church, you don't support the church. You go to church anytime you mention money, three weeks you don't come to church. That's a poverty mentality. It's a poverty mentality. 